This podcast is not for the weak-minded or easily offended. You're listening to the Rantuo Ramos podcast. This episode, as always, contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Let's go. Welcome everyone to another episode of Ranting with Ramos. I'm your host, Jose Ramos. Thanks for hitting play. So uh, I'm going to take you guys back to 1982. So it was 1982 and uh, we moved into uh, San Gabriel. We moved into 5145 and a half Walnut Grove in the city of Sangra, Sangraviel. And uh, we live in the in the second house. In the first house lived uh, Lempi creepy rest in peace in the fifth house was Cisco and Lazy from the big bad Sangra gang and uh, my stepdad they used to call him El Pantera he got that nickname Guadalajara when he was over there and shit Pantera used to blaze it every fucking day you know before it was fucking cool now everyone fucking blazes it you know from the fucking rich white executives and shit to fucking nerdy frat kids you can pick that shit up at a store but back in the day you couldn't pick that shit up that easy. You'd have to know a fucking connect. So, you know, when Pantera had that shit, he blazed out the homies. So they were cool and the neighbors and shit. They blaze it. Or they fucking sell him a fucking dime and shit or a fucking nickel before you buy nickels and shit. Or a fucking ounce. But um, he used to get the fucking weed. The connection was over there in Almani. It was uh, He would drop us off at fucking uh, Valley and Maxon in Almani So we'd get off at the fucking uh, At the fucking hamburger spot We'd be eating He'd fucking keep going and go fucking score his weed Or just connect and shit They'd front him the weed sometimes too So they'd front him the weed Or he'd go come up right there and shit And uh, fucking But back in the day it was totally fucking different Not like now Like We used to have fucking parties and shit Like at, at my house and shit So we had parties and shit People coming in the front door, the back door, just fucking partying and shit. People would be fucking dancing and shit. It'd be fucking cool, man. Fucking, um, one day, it was, uh, 1987. It was my little brother's, uh, uh, fucking fifth birthday and shit. There's a VHS out there somewhere. It got lost. My little brother lent that shit to Limpy and we never got that shit back. So, if anybody knows where that VHS is at, That'd be cool to get it back and fucking make that shit a, a fucking DVD and shit. But uh, that fucking party was cool, man, because uh, um, my uh, my tío Beto had a fucking camcorder. And fucking he was recording the whole party and shit. And uh, right there, you see my neighbors. You see fucking Eddie, Steve, Chino. Steve's all fucking around and shit. Fucking making faces and shit. Running around and shit, you know. And then one of the shots and shit were in the back when they were going to cut the cake. And fucking Steve fucking slap it Keeps fucking getting in front of the camera And posing and fucking around right 
And at that time, uh, C was fuck. He had a shaved head and shit. And uh, my, my tío Beto was like, hey, pelón, quítate. And then fucking after that shit, you go into another shot and you see fucking Limpy and Lokes and a fucking Levi's jacket and fucking uh, bringing his fucking records. And she had a gang of fucking records, man. We were bumping shit. Everyone, everyone was pounding and shit, having a good time. Uh, my mom would, uh, she'd buy a fucking big ass fucking like a six foot submarine from Tito's. Now, right now we're going to fucking go into talk about food real quick. But Tito's, if you guys don't know about it, it's a place in El Monte. It's still there. It just, uh, they got moved now. But um, that fucking place is an Argentinian place. It's Argentinian food and shit. They're known for the empanadas. So everyone likes the empanadas. Um, they also like the, uh, they're called milanesa. It's a milanesa sandwich. So it's a, it's a breaded um, piece of steak that it gets breaded with like egg and breadcrumbs and shit. They used to be good back in the day because back in the day they were always fresh. Now that sandwich is so fucking popular that you go there and they're fucking like piled up in a fucking heat lamp. Also the wings, the fries are there. But what I like to get that people don't really know about is a ranchera. Ranchera ends up being, you know, it's fucking uh, ranchera meat and um, it's fresh. So that one, you're going to get it fresh. When you order it, they grill that shit. They put uh, grilled onions, fucking cheese. It's fucking delicious. That's the one I like eating. But if you go there, try the empanadas. So enough about that. Fucking Tito's and El Monte. And then, uh, so we get the submarine. And also, every birthday party, we'd always get the uh, the cake from Phoenix Bakery in Chinatown. If you guys know what's up about good cakes, that's the spot right there. It's in Chinatown. And uh, last time I went there was a couple years. I bought one for my son. And uh, the reason why they're so fucking good, you're not going to believe me, because the people are from Guadalajara. The head the head baker, he's from Guadalajara. I was talking to Michelle. He's like, yeah, we're from Guadalajara. We've been working here for a while and shit. That's a bomb-ass cake right there. It's like a, it's a, it's a really spongy, like, Chinese cake. And then on the side... Um, they have uh, like almonds, like you know, uh, sliced almonds, shaved almonds, really, really fucking good. You guys should check it out. But I remember fucking Steve, he start, he fucking get the cake, he start fucking throwing it like he's having a fucking cake fight and shit, you know, like a food fight, just be throwing his shit, and people would be coming in and out of the house and shit, you know, just having a good time dancing. Everything was fucking cool. Nobody would call the cops, you know. And then uh, fucking uh, at the end of the video, you, we see my uncles and shit. Everyone's having a good time, doing like fucking drinking and partying. That's when the family was actually united back in the day. Now you don't see that shit no more. You don't. People would go to parks and kick it and have a carrasada with their family. That shit's long gone, man. But um, maybe I don't know if it's like that in all the families, but in most families that I've seen, you know, it's the little bullshit fights within the brothers and they fight over stupid shit, but they're cool with other people. That's usually what happens. But um. So at the end of the, at the end of the party and shit, um, there's a fucking uh, uh, a guitar shaped piñata, and at that time, La Bamba was big. That's when the movie was out. So my brother's in the, in the middle of the of the living room and shit, and he has that fucking the guitar and shit, the piñata. So boom, they start La Bamba. So my brother performs La Bamba and shit like he's playing it, he's singing it, and shit, right? So he's singing La Bamba, and at the end of the song. My brother stops, he's looking around, he doesn't know what to do. He fucking throws the guitar up in the air and punches that shit. You see the fucking piñata flying all over the fucking place. That shit was fucking cool. So if anybody has that fucking video, let's get that shit back so we can check it out. Um, so my brother 
had yeah he, he turned five that day it was in 1987 and shit and uh yeah, that video's been lost since like 1998. My brother let Limpy borrow that shit. <laughs> so fuck. If anybody has that fucking VHS, that shit probably got taped over and shit, probably. In 1985, uh, my mom, brother, and I went to fucking Guadalajara. We went to that's my mom's birthplace where she's from. All the kids would call us gabachos and shit. Even though we spoke Spanish, that was we were fucking fluent. That was our first fucking language. Even now, I'll speak to a paisano and they'll ask, hey, de que parte de Mexico eres? And I'll be like, oh, well, my family's from Guadalajara, but I was born here. Like, fuck, I thought you were Mexican. Well, yeah, I'm full-blooded Mexican, but I was born here. I just, I didn't grow up in Mexico, but I speak it fluently. And, and I'll let them know, you know. Despite the anti-American dreaming we got over there in Mexico, like, we still got along with, with most of the dudes and shit, you know. The, there was an older kid that uh, he was real cool and shit. Like, he, thought, he thought we were real cool because we came from fucking, from, from L.A. and shit, you know. And at that time when we went, I must have been, I must have been five years old when we went over there. And fucking, um, the, that kid was, must have been about fucking, he was like 12 already, but he was a cool dude. And he ended up making us like, we all had like fucking swords. They got like, like paint sticks and shit. And, um, they hammered them. So it looked pretty much like a fucking, when you hold it, it looked like an upside down cross, you know, but it was a fucking, it was supposed to be a sword. You fuck around. Like we're knights and shit over there. And uh, there was just one fucking kid that, that didn't like us and shit. He fucking hated us and shit. He would pick up my little brother all the time when he would see us and shit. And just a fucking hater all around. Instead of, you know, trying to be cool with the motherfuckers that came from the States and maybe come up on some shit, he, he was a fucking hater and shit. My mom bumped into that motherfucker maybe like three, three to four years ago. And he's like, hey, remember me? You know I am? Like, nah. So, oh, I'm that kid. that I, I was an asshole and shit, but, you know... I hope everyone's cool Blah blah You know I'm sorry I was like that Whatever it's like, ah, Whatever Mom was like It's not a big deal You know And then we go to a fucking uh, When we be there We we uh, After being there About a month We kind of got the hang of Places and shit But we'd always Have to go with my With my little cousin Nachis and shit And fucking We go up Up the hill And uh, there was a fucking Tiendita And the fucking Tiendita We used to play video games And shit And fucking Uh we, we, we buy a fucking soda They put that shit in a bag And shit So you're drinking out of the soda With a bag and a straw And we get fucking uh, We get our money And trade it for fichas Fichas Is like a special token It looks like a fucking Like a quarter With ridges in it Like like a ruffle You know how ruffles Have those ridges and shit So that's so that way You can only put those Fucking coins in there And it works and shit And at that time Fucking Super Mario Brothers Was big So we used to play that shit Dude And be fucking playing And the kids would be Looking our sh- looking over our shoulder Watching us playing Like hey yeah yeah Echale Echale virote Calientes, calientes. Like, no, virotes calientes. Like, yeah, the virotes calientes. Like, no, they're not. Si, sí, es Super Mario Bros. Es un panadero. No, no es panadero. Es, es un fucking, um, es un plomero. Y, y como se come la flor, avienta, avienta lumbre. No, no, es panadero, es panadero. Like, all right, fuck it. You know, he's fucking, they said he threw fucking virotes calientes and shit, you know. And then fucking, uh, my, uh, my uh, my cousin Nachi's, who's a bitch, that fool would sing huevos con aceite, huevos con aceite. I was like, no, nah, dude, it's not fucking huevos con aceite. It's we're not gonna take it. He'd be like, no, 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 huevos con aceite. I'm, like, I'm fucking telling you, man, you know. But in '92, uh, we went out there again and shit. And when we were out there. We took we took Nachi's to eat pizza and shit. And when we finished them. Um, we, we bought a pizza for us three and shit We're eating And you know We're fucking bored and shit So after we're done There's you know That, that fucking metal pizza tray and shit 
So fucking, uh, I got I got ketchup and mustard, and I wrote my name and shit with the ketchup and the mustard and shit, and we were done. And then this fool, when we got home, like he didn't say shit, but when we got home, he fucking rats rats me out to my mom. Jose Rayo, su nombre con la salsa katsu y la mostaza. Like, come on, dog. What the fuck? This was a bitch, you know? Like, this was really fucking effeminate, dude. Surprisingly, this fool has a fucking a wife and a little girl and shit now. So, but just fucking surprised me as fuck. Maybe he's covering something up. That tripped me out. But before any of my uncles would fucking go to Guadalajara, you know, from here, they fucking record us and shit. And they'd be like, hey, andale, mandale, mandale saludos a la abuelita. No sea ranchero. So we'd be like, oh, quiero mandarle saludos a mi abuelita, a mi tía fulana de tal, y a mi tío. And a ver si próximamente vamos allá en la Navidad. You have to do all that bullshit, fake shit, you know? And then um, my uncles, when they would come back, they'd record my aunts and shit, you know, for, on the way back and shit, you know? They'd be like, me, me mandan cinco pares de Levi's. Unos tenis Nike or unos tenis Lagier, you know, LA Gears and shit, Lagier. I guess they thought shit was cheap out here, you know, like fucking, they thought that we're just fucking balling and shit. But uh, in 89, when we came back, my uncle ended up bringing my aunts and shit. He bought two of my aunts and um, pretty much they came here. They lived, I guess, for about a year, maybe. And they couldn't handle it, you know. And it's crazy because my uncle wasn't forcing to work. They just, they would just have to fucking stay home and kick it, you know, and clean maybe. And he was patient with them. He wasn't like, what the fuck, you can't get a job. But I guess they couldn't handle life out here. And they're all single and shit. And they're like, oh, no, we can't handle it. We want to go back and shit. We can't find a job and shit. Out of all the women, I think there's about six women, seven women. I'm not fucking sure. My mom's the only one who toughed it out. And she fucking stayed here. And she was a single mom. She fucking, she took care of fucking, you know, me and my brother. And she, of course, she got with Pantera, but that fool was a piece of shit. He didn't work. So my mom did all the fucking working, stayed here. So a lot of props to my mom, a lot of respect. She was really hard working. None of the fucking, none of the sisters fucking made it. You know, none of them had the guts to stay here. So that's like, I think that's a big accomplishment, you know, out of all those women that they, they couldn't make it. And my mom made it out here, you know. So that's fucking, I always think about that. So, you know, we'd be out in Guadalajara for two, three months and shit, always, around Christmas time, you know, so, fucking, the whole time we were there, you know, Pantera was up down here, fucking, in the U.S., fucking partying it up and shit, you know, throwing parties and shit, drinking, going on drug binges and shit, you know, and at that time, I think uh, my, my tío fucking Toño Loco was staying with us, that Toño Loco, that fool, thank God, he's not blood related, he just fucking married one of my aunts and shit, but that fool, um, that fool's never, he's always lived with someone, he's never came up, he's where he lived in, he's lived in, he's lived in trailers and shit, but he's never like came up like, you know, let me rent my own spot, nothing like that, they, they've never been into that fucking life, you know, um, they've always had cash though, because they've always lived like really like minimalistic, very fucking minimal and shit, you know, couple expensive things there and there but everything else they would say it was just like a couple things that were worth money and shit and fucking so at that time that fool was staying with us either he was staying with us or he was staying with with the homie psycho and his family because sometimes he'd get in a fight with us because that fool was real fucking chismoso so i don't know if he was living with them or some shit but they were cool with that fool too he was he was paying for you know for his room and shit so they're cool with that fool but uh fucking um uh, you know when we fucking came home 
fucking Toño Loco fucking write it out Pantera to my mom and shit, you know? So my mom was fucking pissed at that fool. You know, they're fighting and shit. And uh, I remember Pantera had a machete in the house at all times because he used to be a welder and shit. So sometimes he would just weld shit. Like, like we used to have some fucking weights that he made up that were like, a, it's got a, a handle in the middle, two weights on the sides, but the weights on the side were like two fucking squares full of like lead bearings and shit so they're pretty fucking heavy they're like fucking 30 pound dumbbells and shit so he would make those and shit and the machete i'm pretty sure he made the machete because he had the handle welded on there he always had the fucking machete laying around and shit so fuck man all of a sudden he, you know pantera confronts stuff what the fuck bitch why were you writing me out bitch he fucking they start getting down they start throwing putazos right there in the middle of the, of the fucking porch where we lived uh, between the front and the second house so boom they start getting down local starts yelling running like a bitch ah, he's all fucking screaming Leonard's fucking Pantera's chasing that fool all of a sudden I remember that they ran into the house and they ran out and when they were in the back fucking Pantera had his homies he had fucking um he had El Carrilla and El Mongol they were because they would just come down and kick it and pound because Pantera wasn't working so those would come down and kick it and fucking, uh, my mom was at work, my mom was working that day and shit. So all of a sudden, I see the machete comes out. So I see fucking Pantera just fucking swiping at this fool, man. Just swiping at this fool, dude. Fucking, just fucking swiping at that fool with the machete and shit, you know? And then fucking, uh, I just remember fucking uh, Loco was trying to, you know, move and shit. And all of a sudden, Loco got a fucking milk crate. And then Pantera was like swinging downwards, being overhand, fucking, you know, thrust with the fucking, with the machete. Did you see that shit? He was blocking him with the fucking milk crate. And all of a sudden, I, I guess that we try to time it and shit. And he fucking throws, he throws, Loco throws the fucking milk crate, turns around. As soon as he turns, boom, Pantera fucking slices that fool right in the middle of the back. Dude, so all of a sudden everything stops oh shit and that fool's fucking running more like a bitch starts screaming up the fucking driveway dude remember there's fucking five houses he's running up the driveway ah, screaming and shit surprisingly nobody fucking called the cops dude like and all the neighbors most of them didn't like us and shit the, the, the people in the middle didn't like us and shit it's like fuck so this fool's screaming and they were cool with that fool but they didn't call the cops nothing happened I don't remember anything happening nobody called the fucking chota But the homie, um, at Carrilla, um, he was a cool dude, man. Like, um, he would bring us fucking, uh, meet me, uh, the homies too, the next door neighbors. They'd bring us a fucking bucket of chicken and, and wedges from some spot in Almani and shit. It wasn't even KFC or nothing. It was way better than fucking KFC. Some bomb ass fucking chicken. Every time he came down and shit, you know? Uh, like I said before, Chino and my brother Charlie would always be fucking throwing putazos. But when that bomb ass bucket of chicken came, it was a fucking peace treaty. It also bought fucking peace, you know what I mean? So maybe just kicking, grubbing on that fucking chicken, man. And uh, I remember that fool Carrilla. He's he, he they, him and Mongol. They were fucking talented. They they were fucking guitar players and shit. They were fucking they'd be in a party and bust out the fucking acoustic guitar to start singing songs and shit. They were really fucking talented homies and shit. In uh, 1992, when the Ryan's hit, fucking I remember the homies next door. They had a whole, the whole fucking side of the fucking house fucking stocked up with cases of fucking Budweiser, Bud Lights and shit, and other shit that they came up on at the fucking riots. But uh, back in the day, you know, the vatos weren't out there 
for fucking, you know, how it is now. Oh, fucking, they're out there for the blacks, you know, for the natives and shit. Nah. Back then, like, they didn't give a fuck about about that shit. What's really happened is Mexicans are out there fucking protesting and rioting and doing all that shit for the blacks, but the blacks don't give a fuck about us, you know? Nobody does until we give a fuck about us, you know? People just are afraid to, to talk about shit like that. But that's really what the fuck's happening, you know? Like I always say, one hand fucking washes the other. You know, people stop thinking logically, oh, poor guy, they shot him. The whole time, they ignore the fact that the motherfucker has a gun. You know what I mean? Like, and they want to be anti-police and, oh, I'm against fucking cops. Like I said, man, in the real fucking neighborhoods, the real barrios, people know, like, you know, if you're going to fucking play the game, you got to fucking take the consequences, you know? Like, no one's like, oh, they shot that motherfucker, had a gun. Ain't nobody crying and shit. You knew what the fuck you're going to get into. If you're going to fuck around and fuck with the cops and point guns at them and not shoot at them, and personally, if I'm going to pull a gun on a cop, I'm going to shoot his ass. I'm not going to fucking pull the gun out. What the fuck? That's stupid. That's fucking suicide. You know, anybody. And those and the reason why shit, shit like that happens is because they're fucking scared. They just fucking pull out the gun to try to intimidate people, but they're not really willing to use it. Like, everyone knows in the barrios, if you pull out a fucking gun, you better fucking hope you use it because the motherfucker's going to get you. If you don't fucking use it, he's going to get your ass slipping for not using it. So if you, if you ever pull out a gun, you better make sure you use that motherfucker. But these fools, they're not real gangsters. They don't know the fucking real rules. They just pull the gun out. They, nothing's going to happen. You, you're going to fucking scare the cops? Fuck no. They're going to shoot you and ain't nobody going to give a fuck about them shooting you because it was justified and they're going to keep killing fucking people. But these fools got no fucking logic. And they think that bringing in whoever the fuck they bring in, like, oh, let's bring in Biden. You bring in Biden, you bring in Trump, it's going to be the same shit. They're just fooling us, like, oh, your, your, your vote counts and shit like that. And like, like I said, like, in, you know, city, citywide and um, fucking even um, for the state, those little propositions, yeah, that shit counts. But this whole shit where it's the whole fucking United States... They already got that shit picked. That's why they got all this stupid shit about, oh, fucking, um, the Russians helped out. And all that shit. Yeah, these motherfuckers, because, yeah, Trump shouldn't have won. Trump shouldn't have won. And he won because these fools fucking had something to do with it. Because they want Hillary to come in. Because Hillary, you know, she's a fucking, she's a fucking bisexual, uh, fucking Satanist, fucking, she's also got all that shit with the child trafficking, fucking, what do they call that shit? Pizzas and hot dogs. Those of you who know, know. Those of you who don't know might think I'm fucking crazy. But the motherfuckers that know, and they know what's up. And if you don't know, fucking figure it out. Look it up. You know, don't believe me. Just re- look it up for yourself. And like I said before, where like um, the fucking lady, um, Joan Rivers, where, uh, you know, she's climbing up some stairs and they asked her, TMZ asked her, hey, uh, you think there'll ever be a gay president? Or she's like, yeah, there already is. It's Obama. Obama is gay, and and Michelle is, is a man. She's a tranny, and she, yeah, she is. So like I said, I told my wife, look, they're gonna fucking kill her in a month. And what happens? Oh, Joan Rivers dies of for complications of fucking surgery. <laughs> yeah, she did. Come on, they fucking killed her, man. That's what ends up happening all the time, man. And a lot of times too, like they say, like um. A lot of the uh, the famous people, they fucking, they kill themselves and shit. And they don't kill themselves. The fucking government kills them and shit. Especially like that fool fucking Robin Williams. How the fuck are you going to hang yourself with a three foot fucking, uh, fucking belt over the fucking door? 
they just they just end up killing these fucking people uh, and people believe it oh it's because they were depressed or some shit you know people just fucking believe they believe everything they fucking hear that's how it is nowadays everyone fucking believes everything like uh, a couple days ago I saw a video some homeboy in Philly got shot a black dude um they say he was like mentally ill or some shit um it looks like he had a fucking gun though he fucking pulled out um, the cops were chasing him and then fucking that fool rushes the cops he pulls out a fuck he pulls out something he pulls out an object but fuck man like like I tell people like fuck like I tell my kids you know hey fucking cops ever pull you over just fucking put your hands up they have no fucking reason to shoot you now if you're over here wielding your fucking hands wielding an object at them they're gonna fucking shoot you and it's fucking probable and you ain't gonna fucking win no matter what man you can protest all you fucking want do all these stupid rights and if motherfuckers keep acting stupid and fucking fucking with the cops they're gonna shoot them and nothing's gonna happen I'm not saying it's right but if you know they're gonna fucking kill you and you still keep acting stupid and doing stupid shit nothing's gonna happen you're just gonna keep doing it over and over and over like there's another fool too that I saw he was uh, there was a cop it's a pretty big motherfucker too. He was like six two, about three something. The cop looked about fucking one sixty, about five five. And the footage starts where the cops like fucking wrestling this fool, and the cop drops his fool to the ground because obviously the cop has training. Most of these fools, even though they're big and they call themselves thugs, these fools don't know how to fight. It's only the motherfuckers that really fight over and over that learn how to fight. But all these fools that try to talk and be all tough and shit, they don't know how to fight. The cop fucking drops. How the fuck is a cop going to drop the big ass motherfucker like that? But he drops him. And the cop is smart because as uh, the black dude's on the ground, the black dude pulls into his shorts and he grabs a fucking cuete. The cop fucking, the cop is on top of the guy. And fucking the cop sees that this fool fucking pulled out a gun. The cop steps back, pulls his gun out, boom, boom, unloads on that fool, takes him out, saves his fucking life. Now, that's fucking, you see it right there on video. So sometimes these people will try to record shit to get the cops in trouble, but realistically, you're showing you're, you're showing the footage that otherwise people wouldn't have seen. Like, you're providing the footage of this fool fucking pulling out the gun and the cop fucking taking him out. It's like, fuck. I mean, yeah, you know, shit like that happens to our people too, but like I said, like, we don't really make a big deal out of it because sometimes, hey, we say, hey, well, fucking, maybe fucking Chuko shouldn't have pulled out the cuete, you know what I mean? Maybe that fool should have put his fucking hands up, maybe he shouldn't have fucking, you know, charged his car at the cops and shit, and we understand that shit, you know? At the same time, like I said, if, if injustices like that were happening to our people, I mean, that, sh- that shit would, something would happen. There would be reper- repercussions to the cops, I'm not saying by me I'm just saying Trust me Like our people Are totally fucking different And that was really Happening to us I mean The, the thing that trips me out Though is like how People can be so fucking like, Oh black lives matter Black lives matter Yeah Yeah they do Everybody fucking matters But like Like how about us Like you don't give a fuck Like, like me Like the Dodgers Just won the fucking The World Series Like I said I'm not, I'm not a baseball fan But If I had a back a team The Dodgers Cause my homies, everyone I fucking know is a Dodger fan. Before I was more like a, you know, because I, I like being a fucking troll and shit, I like fucking with people. But I've been changing because I'm older now. But before I'd be like, fuck that, I want these fools to fucking lose, and I really want them to lose because the way I am, if you know me, like I'm against all that shit where people are like sheep and they're onto the same shit and you know trendy shit and they just like. But to the people that genuinely, genuinely like the Dodgers and, and like baseball, hey, props to you. I'm not hating on you. Props to you if you're a fucking fan for years. This is cool, man. I, believe me, I wish I loved baseball, but I don't fucking like it. I was like, when they won, I was telling my wife, like, fuck, I'm happy 
but it's not the same, you know, because that's not, I'm not a fucking fan of baseball. I wish I was. That way I could fucking enjoy it. I mean, the fucking stadium is right here. Like, fuck. Like, I wish I was I was into it because I love sports. So fucking, you know, props to everyone who's, who's into the fucking Dodgers, who's a true fucking fan. Happy for you. Fucking 32 fucking years. I remember the Valenzuela when he would play and shit. I, I was a fan. You know, my fucking, uh, my uncle, fucking my stepdad, Pantera, they fucking throw on the game in English. Usually it was on fucking Channel 5. Lower the volume and turn on fucking Jaime Jarrin. So we're watching that shit with Jaime Jarrin. I never saw that shit in English. It was always with Jaime Jarrin. And it was way more, way fucking more um, entertaining, more exciting. Just like fucking, like, you know, whenever I watch a, a World Cup game and fucking the game's on, like on ESPN, I'll fucking turn on the fucking Spanish commentary. Or I'll look for it in the Spanish. It's a lot fucking better. We're just more fucking passionate people. It's just in our fucking blood to be passionate like that. And uh, like, yeah, like, so when I saw, when I saw the homie, like, fuck, you know, it's a Mexican dude. And um, I seen a lot of people post it, like, you know, um, the the pitcher and shit, Julio, and, um, you know, posting in the Dodgers and shit and all that. Yeah, a lot of it's, it's cheap shit at the same time. I didn't feel like it was because, fuck, if you are Mexican, fuck, you feel proud because, like, you know, little by little, you're seeing our people um, more and more on TV and shit. You know, you're seeing us on TV. We're coming up with movies. And the thing, too, is, like, whenever movies and shit like that come out, you know, we should we should support them. A lot of times people don't support them. You know, like when fucking when the tax collector came out, I made sure I told as many people as I could about it. So we see it because, fuck, that's the, we have we have you know we're the consumers we consume fucking all that rap shit everything that comes out we go to the concerts this is stuff that you guys already know if you don't know yeah we we're, we fucking because we work and we put in the fucking money and we go to these fucking places and shit you know so we're the ones putting other fucking people on the map now when we come come out with our own shit we should also support our fucking shit you know, because like I said, we outnumber all these motherfuckers, man. It's just that we have too much fucking division between us and shit. Too much fucking hating and shit like that. But all that shit comes with age and it comes with time. But if you're fucking smart, you figure it out and you're young, you realize to, you know, learn these fucking things. Right now when you're young, it's a lot better because you already fucking like 10 years ahead of the fucking game. Because I'm fucking 40 now And I wish I knew this shit When I was 30 and shit I'm, I mean I've always been Supportive of my race And all that shit But just like As far as like um, Like pay more attention To um, To advice That people give you You know Because when you're a kid You know Like like they say Fucking in one year And not the other Like when they tell you About school Fucking stay in school School's fucking important And shit And you think you're doing it For your parents But you're not doing it For your parents You're doing it for yourself You know Because all this shit that, that you do When you're in high school it's going to affect you as an adult and shit. How you're going to be living, how you're going to be making money. I mean, don't get me wrong. You don't always need fucking college and shit. But at least some t- fucking trade, you know, like get a fucking trade. Because believe me, there's a lot of motherfuckers that went to college and they're still paying their fucking debts off. And they can't even fucking find a job within that career, you know. At the same time, there's people that fucking get a blue collar, fucking they learn a trade and they're fucking balling. You know, so you just, it just fuck. You just gotta figure that shit out. And then also with all this fucking COVID thing, I was telling my kids, man, make sure you guys get a look into a career that's gonna be essential. You know, there's a lot of fucking 
I mean, it's not worth it if the job pays a lot of money, but it's not essential. You're going to be out of work. It's got to be something essential. Now with the fucking change, because you never know, man, they might come up with another fucking disease or bring this shit up again. Like what they're saying is after the election, uh, it's coming um, where they're going to fucking shut shit down again. And you're going to see the fucking uh, the store shelves are going to be empty. So this is going to happen again. I think as soon as uh, the election is over, maybe even when they fucking elect, what is that, January 3rd? After that, they're going to fucking bring that shit up again. And it's just going to be ongoing, ongoing and shit. But realistically, all this COVID shit, the COVID scare is kind of calm because they want us to go out there and vote and shit. And like I said, I you know people like there's a homie that posted uh, some shit about COVID. Like he put like fucking Trump, like in a superhero thing, and like spreading the COVID. I said, dog, fucking COVID's not even real, dog. He's oh, you know what? Whatever, fool. Like you're spreading this shit, and, and Israel, my 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 aunt, and who knows where, fucking died. I said, nah, I'm all, I'm all. That's what they tell you. That shit could just be the flu, man. And then uh, he sent me like some video, or like some fucking. Like some half naked chick or some shit in a swimsuit, but I didn't. Even, I just click like that. I like that. I didn't even look at that shit because to me that's like little kid shit. You know what I mean? Like I don't have, I don't have no interest in looking at no fucking naked chicks on the fucking internet. You know I'm fucking forty years old. I, you know what I mean? I'm married. I don't gotta be looking at shit like that. But anyway, liked it, whatever. And he's like, oh yeah, this is just a you know a distraction from COVID. I said, nah, dog. COVID is a fucking distraction. He's oh yeah, huh? like, yeah, dog. Like at first, I'm like, man, I'm at the block. His fool. He probably got upset because his fucking his aunt died and shit because of COVID and shit. But after you know he agarra onda and shit, he's like, oh yeah, you know what? Yeah, it makes sense. Oh so, yeah, it's a fucking distraction, man. But fucking, I mean, fuck. Who knows what the fuck? Because these motherfuckers could do whatever the fuck they want. So fuck it. That's pretty much it, man. I just decided to do like a half hour today. Um I'm gonna hit you guys with like shorter ones and shit. Maybe a little better produced. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of fucking uh, people uh, on Instagram that are, you know, that support me, comment on my stuff, and that's cool, man. Cause like, I, what, I, what I've been noticing is like, um, from people that have thousands of subscribers, thousands of followers, what I, what I realized is that, um, and this is like fucking. Maybe even true Like let's say For every like Thousand followers That you have on Instagram You get about A hundred listeners Of your podcast And you actually get About a hundred So for every thousand You get one hundred Viewers of your stories And listeners Of your podcast So you get Ten percent Of Your followers That are actually There Following you And supporting you And to those of you Who do I really appreciate it Um like for example We got uh, Lopez Avila Shout out Lopez Avila Everybody thank you For your prayers um, Things are getting better Here at home I've been home For about a month now And um, You know Just fucking Taking it One day at a time A lot of prayer Actually I gotta get Into prayer You know I, I, I say all this But I gotta do it too Cause I'm the I'm the head of the house I gotta start doing that and also, I want to go on a bike ride, man. Hopefully, I go on a, on, on a, go bike riding with the boys this weekend. I got a new bike. I'm going to check it out. But I noticed that with these road bikes, it's a lot fucking harder. Like, fucking, uh, the last time that I took a road bike, a brand new road bike, man, I was dying. My fucking Travis, my neck, the back of my head, everything was tired, tiring. But I, I'm, I'm thinking because I underinflated the tires and with my weight, it's like you're rolling in a fucking, on, on a flat tire and shit. And this new one that I got, I went out with my son. 
and I had it like on the lowest gear, on the hardest gear, because I wanted to get my legs tired and give me condition. But man, it's a lot harder with these fucking road bikes. But I think also because this one, it's supposed to be inflated at 100. I only had it at 80. And for me, because of my weight, it needs to be high up there. Yeah, so like I said, uh, I wanted to get some shout outs for people because, you know, it's tough. You know, you're taking the time. To, to share To give me a comment I really appreciate it So fucking No father no problem Chinook uh, Fucking Frank Blanco uh, Sergio G From Do From Do From LA um, Alpha Robles Nando Edgar Alviso Antonio Lopez Magic Touch El Nubby Nub We got uh, Why Not Grill Tony Luis Noriega Also ask the fellas Thanks for For for, uh, for following Really appreciate you I listen to you guys Thanks uh, Hood Santa too Really cool dude And the local Hearts Foundation Right now they're uh, They're trying to collect money For uh, So they can buy turkeys For, for families So If you guys can donate Any amount helps You know Especially right now With COVID No one's working So If you guys could Donate some money And help It'll really help Families right now Because a lot of Families are going to Need turkeys So uh, that event's Going to be on the 21st of November So if you guys Can donate any any Amount Just go to Local Hearts Foundation Or the Hood Santa uh, Instagram And then you could Find the information Out there So you can donate um, Also um, Crystal Apluzi Aplusizus I hope I got that right uh, always a, a really good supporter of the of the uh, podcast, uh, as well as Jess Best in the West, really good supporter also as well. Also, uh, Carnitas El Momo, really cool also as well. Carnitas El Momo, D's, we got D's Vibes 21, and uh, you know, it's appreciate. Also, you know what? Check out uh, Viva La Raza Latina, um, really cool. They got a lot of cool memes and shit. Check them out. And uh, let's see what else we got here. His name is that that A Town Cowboy. Really cool dude too. Really a similar mind. You know he's uh he's one of those what fucking people call woke, but this is like real woke because he knows what's up. A lot of the shit I was talking about, we just boom back and forth. So he knows he he knows he knows what's up. And uh, also Freedom Curse. Freedom Curse is a cool fucking band. They're really cool. Freedom Curse, check them out on Instagram. Give them a follow. Uh, also, Cindy Aguilar uh, from Cali Girl Eats, really cool. And also check out uh, check out Big Javi's Hot Fried Chicken. This is really cool, man. He's um, he's got this pop up that he's got going on where he's got um, that uh, Louisiana style um, hot fried chicken, those big, you know, like those uh, fucking um, Popeye sandwiches. That shit ain't nothing. This is this blows him out of the water. It's a big ass chicken, pizza chicken. And uh, he's got a, a new menu he, he com- he's coming out with, so check him out. Big Javi's Hot Fried Chicken. Check him a follow on Instagram. Check him out on their pop-ups. Also, Ceviche Joe, really cool dude. And uh, that's pretty much it, man. Anybody I miss, I'll get you on the next one. Everyone, thank you for listening. Peace.